know you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Next year, right? Probably, probably around, yeah, I would say maybe February. Mm. I think. No, it's yeah. longer than that, right? How many seasons are there in DS9? Seven. We have, after this, we probably have like 40 something episodes left. So, yeah, so maybe later than that. How many, how many seasons are in each episode? 26? About that. So, yeah, so two seasons is one year mm-hmm. in two weeks. So, mm. yeah, next March. summer. Maybe we just quit the podcast. <laughs> like we announced that we're retiring. Oh, maybe they'll have uh, G.I. Joe back on Netflix. Maybe we'll announce we're switching to Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> look guys we really don't want to watch voyager i'm okay with that having sex with robots and stuff that's because you're a s- sexual pervert dennis <laughs> yeah <clears throat> who isn't a sexual pervert on this show it's true it's true um let's see here whoever wrote the wikipedia entry for this did a pretty good job i'm just gonna read it to you uh, there's parts of it that I really enjoy. Uh, Mpok Noor is the 122nd episode of the television series Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the 24th episode of the fifth season. The episode primarily takes place on a Kardashian space station, which was abandoned <clears throat> for some time within the Star Trek science fiction universe. In the year 2373, a salvage mission is led to the derelict space station from Deep Space Nine. However, to accomplish this mission, uh, it is known that various Cardassian booby traps must be overcome. Um, blah, blah, blah. Boobies. Boobies. An interplanetarian, here we go, this is the part where I like, that it's now administered by the Bajorans in conjunction with the Federation, an interplanetary alliance they hope to join. Much of the backstory for this fictional universe was established by the 1960s television show Star Trek, which was broadcast from 1966 to 1969, and Star Trek The Next Generation, which ran from 1987 to 1994. I really like that. In this episode, episode, the character of Miles O'Brien in quote in uh, parentheses introduced in the aforementioned Star Trek: The Next Generation. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like if you're reading this Wikipedia article about this episode, they should assume that you know about TNG and the original series. Like you didn't get to this point in DS9 and not know about the two previous. I'm guessing this, series. this Wikipedia page was updated by the writer of the episode or by Ben. Yeah. <laughs> That's likely. Yes, and then it says, uh, leads an away team to an abandoned space station of the same design of Deep Space Nine in uh, parentheses, not parentheses, what are they? Now, what are those called again, not parentheses? Quotes? Uh, they're parentheses. Not, not, are they parentheses? Yeah. The big ones? Yeah, the big ones. The big ones? They look like C's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forward uh, C, backward C? Yes, backward C. I thought that had a different name. No. Okay, whatever. Brackets? Nah, brackets, brackets sounds... Braces are different. Yeah. Hmm. X, 
uh, Tarak Noor on this mission. They are the reoccurring characters, Garrick, played by Andrew J. Robinson, and Nog, played by Aaron Einsberg. There are several guest stars, including Tom Hodges, Sucks Hodges as Pachetti, and Andy Mildner as Boakata. 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 That sounds like a Klingon name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boakata. He looks like a shellhead. Yeah. Just some pussy bullying. This episode includes many special effect shots and props, including a spacesuit, uh, a Dan spacesuit, Danaby, Danaby, D A N. I got six hundred spacesuits. I got six hundred spacesuits. I got the biggest runabout on the big side of town. Uh, I want space Ric Flair to happen <laughs> next season on Discovery. That'd be awesome. Woo! Can we just pretend like he's part of Voyager? That'd be really then, hard because all those characters are so dull. Well, just imagine that Space Rick Flair is in every episode and then it'll make it better. He just shows up. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Jenny. It still sounds pretty bad. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to write my own headcanon as we go along. <laughs> then Space Rick Flair shows up and chops the shit out of everybody and leaves. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about Rick Flair is uh, my wife will sing along uh, with me to that just like that uh, YouTube video. I don't even know what happened Long to that. Limousines? Just I don't like, even think, is that still around on YouTube? I'm sure. And any woman in the world I want. Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think this episode pretty much speaks for itself. I think we know what we have to do. So Let's get down to it. The video is still out there because I accidentally just started playing it. I, I thought Bob was the one playing it. That was you, Jenny? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sorry. Here, I'll, send, I'll send it to you guys. Just like that. It's Poodle Face or something, right? It's the name of the... Yep. The I want to say that guy was on American Idol or something like that, somebody said. Poodle Face? Um, yes. You swear? Both. <laughs> Nice. Long limousines, just like that. Jet airplanes, just like that. Custom made clothes. And any woman in the world, I want. That's <laughs> yeah, real good. Are done forever. Did you watch the ESPN Plus movie about Ric Flair, the Thirty for Thirty? I did. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I like how all the black folks out there identify with Ric Flair. <laughs> I wonder if they would identify as much with Ric Flair if they saw that promo. For all you black folks out there. Herschel Walker, for all you black folks out <laughs> I need to catch up on my wrestling history. Ric Flair, is do- Ric Flair is doing a promo about how he's a pretty bad dude, and then like he tries to... Uh, uh, I guess equate the audience, you know, equate himself to other sports figures. And so he mentions like Dale Murphy or something for like baseball. Yeah. And he does mention Dale Murphy, right? Like he mentioned, this this must've been happening in Atlanta or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it was. Yeah. And then, and then he says, you know, and then for all you black folks out there, 
there's then he starts mentioning Herschel Walker because he's a black yeah. football player. And he's like, he's a bad dude, but he's not as good as me. So he's trying to like say like, hey, you may not know who Dale Murphy is, black people. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but but you know who Herschel Walker is, and I'm he's I'm just as good as he is, or whatever. Was, oh my god, it was quite a stretch, but it worked. That's amazing for all you black folks out there. Dale Murphy is a pretty funny like reference to pull even for early 80s baseball <laughs> I guess it had to be in atlanta he had oh yeah 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 they, they wouldn't have brought atlanta. that guy up anywhere else yeah no. unless unless you had tbs in 1985 <laughs> and superstation yeah, oh yeah. wait was wrestling on the superstation wrestling was on the superstation yeah there you go for all you black folks out there i remember that it's him in a locker room and he's wearing like a red shirt i don't i just remember it like it was yesterday and i'm gonna say this and i know i say this a lot and you guys must think i'm the biggest maniac in the whole wide world uh ben ben jenny and dennis know this but they know that i'm a huge maniac but the listeners of the dork trick audience might not know that the mike and bob show on terrestrial radio were talking about rick flair long before anybody else was i'm just gonna say it i'm just gonna say Uh we were we were precursor to that shit Uh we started talking about rick flair and then he kind of blew up yeah, he'll yeah, come back. When you guys were talking about him, he was kind of sad. Yeah. He but, was still trying to wrestle in his 60s. And his, yeah, but I remember, like, we were playing all the old promos on the air and stuff, and, like, we were hyping Ric Flair up, and then he, he just got huge. Same thing with Mr. T. Yeah. Same he thing started with the trend. Predator. Well, yeah. I mean, I have a Predator tattoo, for those of you that don't know. It's right there, three dots. Um, but yeah, no, the, the Mr. T thing, because that was because I watched Mr. I watched Rocky Three for an entire Christmas break, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was wonderful. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. You guys haven't uh, uh, given Emilio Estevez the bump that everybody else has gotten, though. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but that was really early on in our show, so... He's big in Cincinnati. Really? He's huge here. He loves Cincinnati, yeah. Hmm. What about his brother, Carlos? Uh, Carlos also enjoys Cincinnati, being a baseball fan. I think I told this story before, but I'll tell it again. There's like, there's a bar uh, in Over the Rhine, which is like an older kind of gentrified neighborhood in Cincinnati where a bunch of bars and restaurants have kind of moved into. Um, There's a bar there, and you can write someone's name down on a blackboard there's this giant blackboard and you i could write down like dennis black and asian and then whatever drink i would want you to have dennis and it would be paid for already so like i would pay the bartender i said if that guy ever comes in you buy him a drink emilio estevez's name is on that board like three or four times because he just frequents the city of cincinnati like he films movies there and shit so like i was looking on the board one night i was like why is emilio estevez on that board like three times and they had to explain it to me well if he ever comes in the bar, those are the drinks that, that have already been paid for for him. Which is kind of neat. That's kind of cool. Kind of neat. So, that is kind of cool. But anywho, um, what are we talking about here? We're talking about this episode. Empocor. Which you have to have seen all of TNG in the original series. If not, you're gonna have you're gonna have no frame of reference. You'll be lost. Yeah, you might yeah. even need to have watched the animated series. <laughs> yeah, and, and all the movies. Yes, and all of the Deep Space Nine episodes up until this point. If you Which, haven't seen well, that yeah. stuff, you're to just, this point uh, in 1997. There's been a lot of movies. 
all the all the uh, original series movies, so six, plus at least one TNG movie, right? Generations came out in like ninety six. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I think you're onto something. Damn, that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff to watch just to prepare for this episode. I mean, mm-hmm. It took me. It took. It's taken me eight years to get ready for this episode, or at least to read the Wikipedia page about it. <laughs> but thank God they put all these references in here. I have no idea what they were talking. Mm-hmm. About. None. So, um, yeah, Deep Space Nine is falling apart, apparently. Like, it's just, it's just falling, it's falling apart. And they have to do all these repairs, and they're getting harder and harder to do. That's because the warranty ran out. Yeah. As soon as the warranty runs out, that's when you have to start doing all the repairs. They didn't get the call about the extended warranties? Like, nope. Disco was hanging up on them. I don't need an extended warranty. Please <laughs> stop calling me. Block this number. The station is paid for. I do not need an extended <laughs> warranty. Take me off your list. <laughs> do not subspace call. <laughs> Why do people always call during space dinner? I guess it's kind of weird, though, that so I can understand when they first took over the station, like they didn't want to mess with anything all the Cardassian stuff and everything, but they've already had problems where, you know, like that one episode where the space station tried to kill everybody on board. Remember they had rats. Yeah. Uh-huh. They had those big rats and stuff. Why haven't they, they've been there for five years now. Why haven't they started to retrofit it with Federation technology? Cause Dennis, that makes too much sense. <laughs> Stop using your master's degree. <laughs> Make it all this. Sick. I'm a master now. I must you think are. you're the master of the universe. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, it makes sense why they wouldn't start retrofitting things, but I guess maybe they're not compatible. But at the same time, too, like, why wouldn't they just reverse engineer things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why haven't they learned how to like fix these parts or build things like it to, you know, to replace parts on the space station sorry my cat's biting me it's okay and i understand how is the cat by the way she's doing all right except for the fact that she's biting me well you know that's what happens (laughs) but i mean they do have replicators but i guess the replicators can't replicate uh -uh, replimats rep excuse me i apologize i didn't see that's cardassian for food slot i didn't see that in the wikipedia article (laughs) See, if you skip an episode here or there, you're just going to be lost. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> but so I understand that they can't replicate act- the actual piece in the replimat. But how come they can't replicate pieces to combine them to make one thing that they need? The plasma converter, God knows whatever it is. Plot device. They were trekking the trek out of some shit in this episode. <laughs> when he kept asking him for his wrench and screwdriver, give me the plasma converter. Yeah. Give uh-huh. me the hunga hunga. <laughs> give me the you, spectro nano scanner. How did you know I was going to ask for the spectro nano scanner? I read your mind. attention. <laughs> give me the full blooded body inspector. All right. <laughs> Summer flange. Yeah. But they were just 
trek and trek and it just wasn't going well and they needed this piece i guess in order for the entire station to run i don't know well it's a conduit so like it has to conduit things yes <laughs> has to do stuff yeah well do said it. dennis well said. <laughs> otherwise it's a condon't it so yes they needed this conduit to work and um they couldn't come up with any ideas about how to get this conduit but they said hey luckily for us there's an abandoned station um, and we can go there and we can take what we need they're just gonna go down the street and take the hubcaps off of this little chunker (laughs) yeah essentially right yeah that's what they're doing Except this old junker is all booby-trapped and stuff. Yeah, so they said, yeah, this place, uh, it's a good idea. But from what I understand, and uh, your boy, Oda, was like, yeah, well, when they abandon things like that, they tend to booby-trap everything. Which is just like a lot of work. To everything. Like, they're going to, I mean, everything. You think they would booby-trap, like, the very important systems necessary to get the station up and running, but I mean, like the airlocks and shit, so the ships can land. Like, come on. Or maybe they just tell you that everything is booby trapped, so you think that it is, and you always have to be extra careful. Uh-huh. And then nothing is booby trapped. Yeah, that was the biggest booby trap in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> they booby trapped your brain. Yeah. But yeah, so they decide that, okay, well, if we're going to do that, we should probably take a Kardashian with us. And so they take a Garrick. Yes. Of course they do. Who's who's officially gay, right? Like, isn't he gay? Didn't they say that he was Uh gay? Yeah. I mean, was there really any question, though? No. To be honest. I'm sure there were people who were thinking we were jerks because of how we talked about how Garrick was lusting after Bashir all these years. It was obvious. Yeah. It was obvious. My wife over the head with it. My wife was like, well, why does it matter? He doesn't do any gay stuff. And then like, you know, and I was like, I don't know, but he's gay. Yeah, well, Cisco's not playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Representation about, matters. I don't understand don't the reference to, stuff to be a gay character. Yeah, but she's like, there's nothing making him gay. And I was like, well, I guess the way he lusts after Julian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just one one thing. He actually lusts after, like, everyone. Every man uh-huh. on the station. He's got little boys biting him and stuff, weirdly. <laughs> but yeah, so they decide to go on this mission. I I thought it was poorly planned that they didn't bring any security people they did yeah a couple of those people were security what three the chick and uh the not bald guy but don't you think they need to bring more than two security people maybe somebody a little bit more competent too because like we've never seen these people before yeah ever. bring wharf and this is where drone technology would really help out too because you can just mm-hmm. send in drones to Set off all the booby traps. Uh, yeah, to send off drones to scan the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where is bring Odo? Where's Odo? This is perfect for him. Yeah, he this, could shapeshift his way through anything. Yeah, he could just uh-huh. turn into a hot, heavy rat and then figure it all out. Could he theoretically turn into a Cardassian and do all the stuff, or is it gonna? Is the machine gonna be like, oh, the, your DNA isn't exactly Cardassian? Yeah, I think work. I think the DNA thing would probably trip him up to some extent. Gotcha. But, I mean, 
if they did bring security, they brought the weak sauce. Mm-hmm. They brought the swing shift security team. They needed to bring the A team. Well, this is the expendables. Yeah, but this is a very dangerous mission, mission, Dennis. You don't know what's on that space station. You don't know who's there. Those and people I, might as well have all had red shirts on. Completely. Like, <laughs> and then what if when they like these people have too many lines in this episode, you know they're all gonna die. Oh yeah, they're all dead. They were talking about their families and stuff, like, oh man, my wife is so awesome. And I I collect stuff from the Cardassians. I want their insignia. This is the best. I've got a whole collection at home. He's probably got a collection of uh Cardassian ears on a necklace. A bunch of Nazi paraphernalia too, because he's a Yeah. But anywho, um, yeah, because I was thinking to myself, too. What? I'm a historian. Yeah, it's history. <laughs> what? It's, history. History. <laughs> it's, it's heritage. Yeah. Um, but I was also thinking. Okay, crewman Hitler. Whatever you <laughs> That's Hilter. Hilter. <laughs> yeah. Stop mispronouncing my heritage. Hitler. We pronounce it Hitler. Hitler. We don't it's even pronounce the H. It's just Hitler. Hitler. It's just Hitler. We don't pronounce the H. Hitler. Hitler. I am Edo Hitler. <laughs> but what if when they get to the station, right, and like they turn on the life support, and then all of a sudden the Jem Hadarno, and it's like a trap. Like there's a bunch of things that could have happened that this crew of five people and Nog were not prepared for. Yeah. And the key mistake, you always leave somebody in the, you know, you need a wheel man who's sitting uh-huh. there runabout waiting to get the fuck out of there at a moment's notice. Yeah. Yeah. Like how many times have, has this happened where they, they leave the runabout floating in space or something yeah. and then it, it, some shit happens every time. <laughs> every single time. It's like they're from Wisconsin or something. Like they don't think they have to lock their doors. Like, <laughs> the fucking space is dangerous. Oh, no, we'll be fine. Eh? There's yeah. nothing to worry oh, about. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll be fine out here, eh? It's totally safe. Well, if you can't trust your neighbors, then who can you trust, friend? Have some cheese. Oh, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. I don't want to live in that kind of galaxy, eh? (laughs) Where I can't trust anybody for being friendly to me anymore, eh? What's not even worth saving this space station, friend? Oh, no. (laughs) I love your Midwest accent. That's that's like can Canada. Uh, it's Canada not Midwest. Yeah. Oh the, no. Um, like the Scandinavian settlers. <laughs> yeah, all those. Uh-huh. Just like that. So yeah. And then Nog. I think it's weird that Nog brings the biggest gun. The rest of them just have little phasers, and Nog's like, "Yeah, I'm bringing my fucking M16 space rifle." He's ready. Just in case. Second Amendment. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I can this is my second amendment space ride. <laughs> Don't space tread on me, man. <laughs> it's the second rule of acquisition. That's right, man. Always <laughs> have your gun. The ride to bear arms. Blocka blocka. Yep. Uh-huh. Where did he get that giant space gun too? Like, where did that happen? I don't like, think cadets how, usually get those. Yeah, like, how did Nog has have access to like a fucking ri- a space rifle like that? It was probably a toy. He bought it at a gun show. 
He's like, man, they don't check your IDs at gun shows, man. Hell, it's a loophole. Mm-hmm. No waiting period. Nothing. Go. Hey, man, my latinum's good as your latinum. That's right, man. <laughs> my latinum's gold like everybody else's. That's right. Dang right. <laughs> Hell yeah, space yeah. He even had the bump stock on it. And he was he was packing. He was packing. So they go to the space station and immediately they're hit with the idea of, oh no, booby traps. What do we do? Send in Garrick. That's right. He volunteers. Yeah, buddy. Garrick does everything. It seemed real suspicious. Yeah, it does. I mean, he was very quick to volunteer to begin with. Well, I mean, he's kind of right. I mean, he's the only kind of one that can do it because, I mean, he's Cardassian. So he's like, I, I'll do it because I'm the best. And you guys are all a bunch of bitches. <laughs> and sure enough, it worked. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, but the whole thing was just suspicious the entire time. Well, yeah. He's a shady motherfucker. What's Garrick? So he could release that gas, the crazy mm-hmm. gas. He's been holding on to that gas the entire way on the, yeah. the runabout. As soon as he gets over there. It's like, oh, God, I have to fart so bad. <laughs> My farts drive Cardassians crazy. Oh, man, that's <laughs> the best fart ever. <laughs> it's a neurotoxin. I never thought we were going to space get there. They're silent but deadly. SBDs. <laughs> space but deadly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I would totally fart if I was the first one on there. Because then everybody else comes on, they're like, "Oh god, it stinks!" You're like, "Hey, it was like that." What I fear? Oh, it's, it's all the, it's all the <laughs> stale yeah. air. It's all the stale yeah. air here. Yeah, one of those voles must have died in the conduits. Yeah, oh, that's booby trap. That's what happens sometimes. It gets stinky. It's a booby trap. <laughs> Watch out! There may be a few more booby traps around here. I gotta check them for myself though. <laughs> Oh man, there's another oh, there's one. one. <laughs> that was a nasty one. So many booby traps. I think this booby trap just just sharded. <laughs> I think this booby trap ate beans before it came on board. <laughs> Abandon the mission. <laughs> I think I just booby trapped in my pants. <laughs> so many booby traps. <laughs> what are we gonna do? It's a booty trap. So much booby traps. Yeah. I like the booby trap on you. When they turn on the power, these stasis pods turn on. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. The Universal soldiers wake up. Yeah. My wife was immediately calling them cons. She was like, oh, there's cons here. I was like, I don't think they're <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but sure. I know what she meant. <laughs> I mean, it's a really good premise for an episode. Like, mm-hmm. these universal soldiers wake up, and then they start hunting everyone on board. And sh- sure as shit, they kill two people right off the bat. Bang, bang. Mm-hmm. They're very good at it. 
Yep. They just kill him. And you're thinking like, oh shit, this episode's going to be kind of nuts. Like these guys are going to be hunted while they, you know, are trying to get off the space station now. They have to complete their mission and they're in trouble. Yeah. What's great about it is this Cardassian unit. What are they like the third yeah. division or whatever, the first order? Their motto is like death to all or something like that. Yes. Death to all. That's great. It's a now, good is this motto. a situation like uh like after World War Two where some of the soldiers got trapped in caves or whatever and didn't know that the war was over? Yeah. Like do these Cardassians still think that we're hostile? I mean, besides the fact that they're like on the on Cardassian meth or whatever. Um bath I mean, salts. do they Yeah, bath salts. Um, are they just being aggressive because they think that they're still at war with the Federation? Or do they not give a shit? Well, they are they are at war right now. Well, not yeah. not technically with the Federation, I guess. But yeah. they're at war with the Klingons. Well, how long ago did they abandon the station? About a year? Is it a year, yeah. Okay, so in that time they were at war with they were at war with probably the Klingons, the, I think. The Klingons at the time. Okay. So and they still are. Well, yeah, well now they're kind of at war with everybody because they joined the They haven't attacked the Federation yet, so not yet. Yeah. But they're getting there. But theoretically, they shouldn't have, like, just attacked Federation for no reason. Like, Unless they're like junkyard dogs, basically, you know? Like anything that comes on the property. Like in Sandlot. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. So you can't hit the ball over to their yeah. space station and the dog's going to bark at you. You must go get my baseball. Go get the ball. Important to me. You guys make me horny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so they do all that. And then now they're being hunted by these two men. These two Cardassians are hunting these fucking people on the space station. And Garrick starts getting real testy as well for some reason. Hmm. It's all like, hmm. What could be going on with Garrick? I don't know. He just needs a snack. He needs a Snickers. He needs a blowjob from a man. Where are my wasabi peas? <laughs> so, yeah, so um, they're just kind of doing that. And then Garrick's like, well, you know what? I'm going to kill all these dudes. So you guys do your thing. And I'm going to do my thing and I'll kill all these, all these stuffs. And they say, all right, whatever. And then this one guy doesn't want Garrick to go. He's like pointing his gun at him. Cause he's a racist. He is. Yeah. He's a total racist. Is it Amaro? Amaro? Amaro's like. Fucking hey. Cardi. Yeah. He's like, Hey man. Cardi B. I'm going to kill you. And Garrick's being real aggressive anyway with O'Brien for no reason because this even started happening on the runabout he was being aggressive with o'brien about like how o'brien used to be like a soldier boy tell him and how he killed a bunch of people and he was a big stud but now he's superman that hoe yes and he was like but now i'm just an engineer i, I don't superman no hoes anymore <laughs> i like when he was asking uh why do you spend so much time in the hollow suites with with dr Bashir? uh like you no reason. know 
Well, I think that's um, also him being jealous because he wants to spend more time with Brigitte and the Hollow Suites. Yes. Sucking off robot dicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're doing those those war simulations. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yep. War. The one where you guys are trapped in a foxhole and you don't think you're ever going to get out. So you're right. blowing each other. I've seen those simulations. <laughs> Oh man, I don't want to die here with this they hard dick. They can't at you if they see you sucking <laughs> each other off. Yeah. Oh man, I never got to release all this cum in my balls before I die. <laughs> what am I, I going to do? I can't die without having never tasted another man's dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got something for you. Take off that gas mask. Here, I'll just cut a hole in it in the filter. <laughs> right there, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Kinda, and then uh, Garrick kills one of them because he's a total BA, and then he kills the second one, which kind of takes some of the um, suspense out of it. Uh huh. Because the, the second guy is attacking, um, uh, I guess, mocking the other dude. Yeah, he killed the bullying guy. Yeah, he killed the bullying guy. And then Garrick kills him before he can kill a mock. But then in a classic heel turn, for you wrestling fans out there, Garrick <laughs> kills the human guy. And you're like, bloodlust now. Well, what Essentially, the, the reason why he killed him is because he called the tool the wrong name. Yeah. I figured he could flexo just, spanner. He just figured he could get away with it. He's like, I'll just blame the other guy. You know? Yep. Kill this motherfucker too. Why not? I'm having fun. Sprinkle some crack on the guy and then. Mm-hmm. But no, come to find out that the, I guess these Cardassians were given like super drugs to be super soldiers to be extra. They were given like racist drugs. Essentially, mm-hmm. like they were given yeah. drugs to make them extra racist. Yeah. Very specific drug. Yeah, made them real racist. It's called 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they essentially gave them magma hats and were like, here you go, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. So you got these magma trumps walking around and. Maca. Make There's, Cardassia great again. Yeah, make Cardassia great again. And so they're all super racist, and um, your boy kills them all. But then in, in, I guess, being exposed to something or whatever, I don't understand, but he gets super racist too. Now, Garrick's a super racist. That's, what, that's the part that I didn't understand. It's like, how did he get that? Like, was it just in the life support system, and it didn't affect everybody else because they're not Cardassian? Like maybe, was it? That's that's what I'm guessing. It was in the air. Maybe he when he got into the one, um, the one chamber where the dead person was when he shot the first guy. Maybe there was some of it. I don't really know how it affected Garrick, but it did. So now Garrick became a racist, and he wants to kill everybody. Uh-huh. That was the one part of the episode I didn't understand. Like how Garrick became affected by it. Maybe just Garrick was like, well, when in Rome, if you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, I'm just going to use their racism as an excuse for my racism. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You like just now, having fun. Now I can let my freak flag fly. <laughs> I hate you humans and the Irish. Humans and Irish. Yeah. <laughs> so then he goes about doing his thing, and now he's going to kill O'Brien and Nog, because those are the only two dudes that are left. There's no B story here. It's all just like right through. And they're going to say, watching the episode, <laughs> it felt like it was like 30 minutes long. This episode just flew by. Like yeah. it was just over like that. I was like, where's the B story? Like what's yeah, happening? Like, it just happened. Like this whole episode was like magical. It was so weird. Uh-huh. And I like that a lot of it was kind of, uh, it was kind of, portrayed almost like a horror movie yeah. like where they would come around the corner and there's like a guy hanging and stuff and it's just creepy and you know they're having to hide hide out from the killer Cardassians. whoever watched this movie was super into aliens and was like i want to do i want to do alien in star trek but they're like yeah that's cool but we can't go but so far with the violence and the gore and stuff so like we'll star trek it up a little bit but it was it was effective mm-hmm like, if this episode were to come out now on Discovery, it'd be dope as shit. Yeah. You know? Well, it kinda, it's kind of like the, uh, the one where the android lady goes crazy and starts killing people. Yeah, kind of. It also kind of had the episode, like, with the werebear in the first season where they find the, the, um, the water bear thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the on the deserted spaceship that got that smashed up into space or whatever, kind of had tell that. You, derelict spaceships are not places to go to. No. Well, because I mean, you got to know first something. Alien movie taught us that. Yeah, you got you got to know something bad happened. Think about like Event Horizon, how all the terrible yeah. shit that happened on that ship basically was hell. Mm-hmm. On Earth. Yep. So yeah, I don't know. When are we going to learn our lesson? Damn, Neil. Just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. All right. If nobody's there, there's a reason. Run. <laughs> it seems like Dead. everybody died here. Yeah. Well, nobody died on this one. This is just deserted. But still, though. One guy died. There was one dead Cardassian in there. Yeah, but he died because his stasis chamber broke, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's the only reason why he died. It's not like he died because like he was ripped apart by some alien or something. He just died because his stasis chamber was broken. That's what the alien wants you to think. Oh, shit. (laughs) Dennis, you, my friend, are a damn genius. I'm a scourge. What do we do now? (laughs) Ghost. Oh, sorry. But you're okay. But then, yeah, so Garrick and... uh, O'Brien, they agree to meet Mano to Mano. Say, all right, well, let's settle this. You and me, no weapons, just fists. Yeah, and our yeah. mouths. And our tongue. And, and our genitals. But. <laughs> <laughs> and our hot dicks. Yeah. Rub our butts together. Mmm. We'll stick this thing in one of our asses and then I'll put it in mine and we'll ass to ass. Cardassian butt wrestling. Yeah. Mm. I'm so, it's so hot right now. Let's do it. 
But yeah, so anyway. Um, Do Cardassians have tails? They're kind of lizardy, right? They don't have tails. No? Mm, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. It would make sense, though. Yeah. Not even a little, like, stubby little tail. I don't know. I bet they have tails. I'm going to Google it. I don't know. That's a good Google. Be careful. Use a safe search. <laughs> yeah, use a safe search. I like to live dangerously. Jenny, you are dangerous. This is serious. So the first, the first result I got says, do Cardassians have nipples? <laughs> I think obviously not, not because they're not, I don't think they're mammals, are they? I don't know. They have hair. They're mammals. I mean, I've never seen someone milking a Cardassian. <laughs> Cardassian milk. But I imagine they're mammals, right? I don't know. They have hair, so that would seem to indicate that they're mammals, but they are really scaly. God, this is a lot of words. Is <laughs> it doctoral thesis? Yeah. Using the same logic, we can easily debunk the argument that Cardassians are not mammals simply because they do not look more like lizards. A better way to tell if Cardassians are mammals is to examine their genetic code. Their genitals? Yeah. No, yeah, that would be a great way to do it if they were real. Yeah. <laughs> Let's examine their genitalia. Yes. Yeah, I don't feel like reading all this. It, that sounds pretty fucking stupid anyway. Yeah. That was like the second paragraph out of about 20. Yeah, I would say they're mammals, and I don't. I don't think they have tails because you wear. Maybe they're like a platypus or something, you know. As like, feet like a duck, but it's furry. They're all in my wildlife collection. Yes. Um. Yeah, I would say that I don't think they're. Yeah, they, they're not. They're mammals. That's just my uneducated and stupid opinion about the whole thing. And I have a lot of uneducated and stupid opinions about many things. Most of them have been expressed on this show, unfortunately, for our listeners. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's what people tune in for, to be that's honest. The, that's After the, the first, what, 300 episodes, like, eventually, what do you got left? Yeah, just stupid and uneducated opinions. Have we done 300 episodes? More than that, yeah. I want to say, where's my phone? I'll look. I want to say we're up to, like, 370 or something like that. Jesus. Uh, we are up, no, excuse me, we're up to 320. 320 episodes of the show. Wowzers. It's pretty impressive. Wowzers McTavish. Pretty, 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 pretty good. So anyway, these two guys are fighting it out mano to mano, and they're slugging it out like fucking sex maniacs and punching each other. And it's going pretty well, and then all of a sudden, uh, Garrick blows up because fucking your boy set off a phaser or something. Overloaded a phaser. Tricorder, yeah. Yeah. Was it a tricorder? Mm-hmm. It's a tricorder booby trap. He yeah. booby trapped the booby trap. Hey now. Boobyception. <laughs> I booby trapped your booby trapped. I've got goosebumps on my goosebumps. So yeah, so then it blows up and Garrick's all Ugh, and then everything's fine. Yeah. I expected Garrick to get up at this point and start fighting him just you know. Miles was going to come up next to him and be like, hey, are you okay? And then he just punched him in the face. It's like you said. Like when Barnes is getting ready to kill Charlie Sheen in Platoon and then the bomb goes off behind him and knocks him out. Basically. Yeah. Uh, Jenny thought you were, Jenny was really excited. She thought you were talking about um, 
the getaway or the drive or whatever it was called. The, char- the chase. Char- yeah, uh, the chase. The so chase. I, I don't remember that happening in the chase. <laughs> Tom yeah. Berenger wasn't in the chase? <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was in Major League also with Charlie Sheep. With Charlie, yeah. And Major League Two also with Charlie Sheep. I don't think they were in Major League Three, though. And I didn't see Major League Three, so I'm not sure. You're not alone. I think the Japanese guy was in Major League Three, right? Like they went back to the minors or something. I have to find out. Major League Three. Pedro Serrano in it? Uh, Isn't he like the, I don't know. He's the president of the United States by then. Yeah. Major League Three back to the minors. Um, Scott Bakula, well, then you know it's good. Now, was it Scott Bakula or was this uh, Dr. Samuel Beckett? No, it was his Didn't name. Was Gus Cantrell. Baseball player's body. <laughs> wow, Roger Dorn did really well for himself. He's the uh, – in Major League Three, Roger Dorn, who played third base for the Cleveland Indians, somehow is the owner of the Minnesota Twins. Huh. That's impressive. Good for him. And then aging minor league pitcher Gus Cantrell, who's played by Scott Bakula, who plays for the Fort Myers Miracle, is planning to retire. Then Roger recruits Gus to be the manager of the Buzz, the Twins AAA team. Gus's mission is to make them a real team, including a ballerina, dancer, turned ball player, Lance Pierre, minor league, Frank Pops Morgan, and then Pedro Serrano is in the minor leagues. Wow. Fell pretty far, Pedro Serrano. So the movie's major league, but it's in the minor league. Yeah, it's major league back to the minors. False advertisement. Yeah. They should have just started a new franchise. Minor league. Minor leagues. But then it would just be Bull Durham, kind of. Yeah. You know? So, huh. Good for Corbin. Good for Roger Dorn. I was really worried about him. I didn't know how he was going to end up. Yeah. Made millions and millions of dollars. I mean, to buy the Minnesota Twins, he had to have billions of dollars. He had to have hundreds well, of millions. In the 90, like 80s or 90s? Probably not. This movie came out in 1998. Oh, shit. Damn. So you'd have to have a pretty penny to buy the Minnesota Twins. That was Twins. Corbin Burnson? Yeah, Roger Dorn. Wow. Yeah, he really turned it around because he had his contract. He must have needed like some new veneers or something. He got some good investors. Like... <laughs> He must have ran quite a pyramid scheme, that Roger Dewey. But yeah, so we end up back on Deep Space Nine and everybody's okay. Yeah. Garrick's like, oh, tell his wife I said sorry. Yep. My bad. (laughs) But then the one thing that that I found shocking for a Star Trek episode is there's going to be an inquest about what happened. And you never hear that. Like, that's never a thing ever. Like, usually somebody just gets chewed out by Picard, and he's like, this is going to be in your record. Yeah. Like, that was basically the purpose of the seventh season, is for everybody to get on Picard's bad side so he can reprimand them. Look here, buddy. What you did was a total bummer. (laughs) And now... I hope you know that this will go down in your permanent (laughs) record. And now I'm I'm going to have to bang your old lady in front of you, buddy. Oh, yeah? It fits the crime, buddy. The punishment suits the crime. (laughs) Have your old lady meet me in my quarters. I'll be wearing my short robe. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know my robe that I like. <laughs> Shows off my genitals ever so much. Yes, just a peek of them. Just a peek. A cards a flirt. I know, I know. I'll be broadcasting it on Enterprise TV Channel 27. <laughs> Me railroading your old lady. <laughs> I'm physically fit. I don't know if you were aware of that. All this tea I drink keeps me regular. I shit like a rhinoceros. Here comes the photon torpedo. I fuck like a space jackhammer. <laughs> so, yeah. Like a wacky Picard. That crazy man. So what do you think of the episode? What do you think of the episode, Jenny? Uh, you know, I really like this episode. Um... I liked. I actually liked that there was no B story. It was just action and and horror story kind of setup. I'm gonna give it an an eight. I agree with Jenny. I like this episode a lot. I thought it was really really good. Like I thought the premise was cool. Uh, I like the idea of them going to like this abandoned space station for the time. Considering this, what came out in ninety. Seven, I thought it was pretty scary. Like, it had some moments. Like, the one moment where the first two Cardassians attacked those space nerds and got killed. I was like, ah! It was good. (laughs) And they were hanging bodies from the ceiling and stuff. Uh I I liked it. The only part of it for me that I thought was lacking was they, I don't think they really did a good job explaining how Garrick was affected by the the space racist stuff. Yeah, I feel like that would have been really easy to just work in a line or something to say like, oh, well, when he did, when he got in the pod, like you said, or, you know, it, it was in the life support system or something. Yeah. But I guess maybe that was one of the booby traps. I don't know. Who knows? Dennis, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I thought it was really good too. Um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Something. We can wait. Everyone be quiet. Let Dennis think. Let me think. Try. Eric? <laughs> no, I don't know. Crap. It's like a 7.5. It was pretty good, I thought. 7.5. Oh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Nobody like, cares. Uh, nobody cares. <laughs> shit. No, nobody cares. You had your chance, Dennis. We were even quiet, and then he made a fart noise. Nobody cares what you think. Mm. All right. You can, tell. you can tell us, Ben. No. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you now learned was, a lot. <laughs> I was going to say that, uh, like, in TNG, whenever they did a scary episode or tried to do something scary it was always like mysterious and it was always a little bit disappointing when you found out what it actually was but like this there was no mystery it's like oh shit garrick's just crazy mm-hmm. he's just a racist yeah and it did kind of surprise me a little bit when he stabbed that guy because i oh yeah that was cool you didn't expect him to kill somebody you know yeah right it's like, like we've we've all been expecting him to turn into a bad guy like the entire show and yeah. all of a sudden he did it you know even though he was under the influence of the the racist drug yeah, he like watched. they kind of say like that kind of just brings out your natural inclination or whatever uh-huh. so he, and deep down deep down in his heart he's really a racist it's like fox news if you watch enough fox news if you're a racist you're gonna turn into a racist like that's just what happens true like hey all these other people are saying this shit that i guess it's cool if i say it activates your racist DNA. yeah so uh-huh. it was space fox news that just turned him on like, what, man? Look, Tucker Carlson says that shit all the time. Ain't nobody calling him a racist. It's cool, man. I could say that shit. That's what it was. As soon as they flipped the power on and all the TVs came up, 
Fox News was on in every room, <laughs> and he just couldn't he couldn't look away. So, so everyone that was on the station was like an eighty or like an eighty five to fifty eight year old white man. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. I hate it when I go to the gym and the old white people watch Fox News. It makes it so hard. And like as soon as I get there and I say I'm like change this fucking station immediately. Like I don't want anybody thinking I'm watching this. What do you want to watch? I told the guy anything. Just fucking change the channel. This is horseshit. <laughs> I can feel myself. BET. I want to watch yeah. BET. I want to watch the most minority shit you could possibly ever imagine. Turn on telenovela, something, anything. <laughs> what? I can feel myself getting. Man, they cool. speak Spanish. Man, they speak Mexican on that channel. <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> Damn Mexicans speak Mexican. I want to watch Americans speak American. That's right. Hell yeah, man. Magma. <laughs> Patriot. Yeah, man, not a New England patriot, though. No, I mean, fuck like, that. like a person who loves yeah. this country of our land that we live in. America. America. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. I guess that's it. Yeah. I, really, I really have nothing to add. This goes to the, the idea that the more we like an episode, the less we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were still, we still did show for an hour. So Was it an hour? Wow. It was almost an hour. I'm impressed. Yeah. I mean, just like the, the actual episode, it kind of just flew by. It was like, eh. yeah, there you go. And if you don't like it, you get what you pay for, shitheads. <laughs> there you go. Suck on that. I'm grabbing my Johnson right now. My space ding dong. Space Johnson. All right, so that's the show. I'm going to go watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. Have you guys seen Ash vs. Evil Dead? Nope. It's pretty good. You should watch it. Did, did you like the Evil Dead movies? Mm-hmm. Then you'll, I think you'd like this show. It's on Netflix right now. You should, if, you li- if you're a fan of the Evil Dead universe, I think you would enjoy this television. Is it a, a series? It's yes. Like a, oh, wow. It's 30, been in my queue for a long time, but I just haven't gotten around to it. 30 episodes. The first one is like 40 minutes, and everything after that's like 27. Okay. It's only half hour, so it's not bad. And it's pretty funny. Um, They recon Ash a little bit where he's kind of. He has two hands? No, he still has one hand, but he's kind of like cheesy action star, kind of. So it's it's got a little bit of vibe of Army of Darkness, I guess. Uh Is it still Bruce Campbell? Yes. Okay. It's pretty good. Lucy Lawless is in it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, They just got the gang back together from Xena? Kinda. When he was in Xena, he's basically playing that kind of character. Kinda. He's that guy, and um, I mean, I enjoy, I've seen the first. I've watched the first four episodes. It was good. Nice. And then I was watching that. Um, I've been watching Luther. Oh, nice. I finished. I the finished. New episodes are coming. Oh, there's new episodes. They, the first one came out on Sunday. Oh, was it B B B C C or whatever B C B B C? I haven't watched it since the first season. I, I, I need to do that. Oh, um, great. Stephanie and I just finished season four, the two episodes. And I got to tell you, I was just, I'm about to watch the two that, that I've watched. I started binging it on Friday and okay. I watched the first three seasons. All right. I got to tell you, season, like, yeah, it's three episodes. Yeah. yeah. Like season four of Luther is two hours long. <laughs> it's yeah. two episodes. I got to tell you, disappointing. Yeah. It's not as good, but man, 
I can't believe it. Like there, there's really not that many episodes, but there was at least one episode that I completely forgot about. Like I started watching, I was like, I don't remember this episode at all. Which one was that? Uh, the one where guy kills people. <laughs> <laughs> that happens in all the episodes. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, I can't remember specifically. Oh. Uh, it's the one where the one creeper guy used to sneak into women's bedrooms in the 80s and then he went to jail and so now he's an old man but somebody else is committing the crimes against the victims that got away from him uh, okay and so he huh. had like this protege interesting guy and the weird thing about it is they said oh this guy's like in his 40s the guy looks old as shit well i mean that's a hard life dennis and then i realized that uh idris elba is only a couple years older than me but he looks like i think he looks way older than me yeah but he's real handsome though he is real handsome <laughs> I mean, you're real handsome, but not like that. No, not you're even not close. You're handsome. Not even close. Is. Yeah. That's, that's my wife, easy. My wife and I were having the conversation, like, who's more handsome, Idris Ilba or um, the guy from Justified? Um, uh, what's Charlie his name? Hunnam? No the, no, the actor who plays the main character. He was in Deadwood. Um, he's on that Timothy Netflix. Oliphant? Yeah. Who's more handsome, Idris Ilba or Timothy Oliphant? Well, they were both on The Office. They were. I know that's how we got into it because he was on The Office, the episode where he's a traveling salesman. I was like, man, he's handsome. Yeah. Idris Elba. I think, I think Idris Elba can look grimy and still be handsome as hell, whereas Timothy Oliphant, I think, kind of needs to be more cleaned up to look peak handsome. I thought he looked handsome in, uh, in, in Deadwood with his cowboy mustache and stuff. Yeah, but that's like Old Westy look. Like most people look handsome, Old Westy. <laughs> it's true my wife's reply was she would go to dinner with both of them so i was like at the same right, time i guess mm, and then drinks yeah eiffel tower bro <laughs> yeah. eiffel tower the united nations um yeah, i don't know i still think idris Elba's more handsome but the other guy still he's a bigger guy too so if you like bigger dudes like somebody who's gonna give you a bear hug you mean bbc no, like he's physically a gigantic person. <laughs> and yes, in the pants. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant, he might surprise you. He might have a big schlong. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder who's taller. I'm almost certain it's Idris Selba. He's pretty tall. Timothy Oliphant doesn't look that tall. Like he looks like. Idris Elba is six foot two. Timothy Oliphant is six foot. Wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh, that's sneaky tall. Six foot. Wow. Okay. All right. That's that's pretty sneaky tall. Six he's pretty foot. handsome, but he always seems like he's trying to make a handsome face too. No, he's just good looking, dude. And he's a fucking um, he's a uh, what's the the Vanderbilt? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's what he's part of the Vanderbilt family. Like he's that rich American fancy pants family. That's him. Really? Yeah. Oh. His maternal fourth grandmother was the family patriarch. Cornelius Vanderbilt and his third great grandfather was William Henry Vanderbilt. So yeah, he's a super fancy. <laughs> he's a super fancy. He's a super fancy. And he's 51 too, dude. You got to give him credit for that. At 51. Pretty handsome for 51. He looks pretty good for 51. How old's Idris Ilba? I think he's 46. 
Idris Elba DCR Lufa is 46 years old. Yeah. Surprising. <clears throat> I would have thought he'd be older than that. That's just because he's got a little gray in him and you're like, wow, that guy's real handsome. But I think he's, he's got one of those, like he's always looked old. Kind yeah, of. he's got he's weathered. He's got a weathered face. Yeah, even okay. like when he was on uh, the wire, like the wire. Could, okay, that guy's like forty. But when he was Charles Minor, he looked real handsome and younger. He was all like shaved and cleaned up yeah. and everything for that. More of the effects I have on women. <laughs> I don't know. I would do them both. Is what I'm saying. At the same time. I mean, I mean, I'm no whore, Jenny, but maybe. I mean, you wouldn't pass it up, though. No, not at all. I mean, I'd be a fool not to. Because, I mean, what a story, right? Like, hey, guys, what did you do? This the week? only way to defuse a nuclear bomb was to get tag-teamed by Timothy. Not, even, not even that, Dennis. It would be like, what did you do this weekend? Oh, I went to see a movie. Like, oh, I fucked James. I mean, I fucked Timothy O'Fail and Idris Elba at the same time. It was amazing. Like, beat that weekend. Like, you couldn't. No. I went no. grocery shopping. Yeah. yeah. I went to Wegmans again. <laughs> How did you know I went to Wegmans again? Because I figured when you went to Then I went shop. to the Shake Shack. Yeah. I haven't been to Shake Shack yet. I'm looking forward to that when I go to Virginia Beach. But yeah. I have to go sometime. It's, there's still a crowd out there. When they first opened, the, the line was like around the building. I ain't trying to do it's that. Like, yeah, no. I can, go to, I can go to Five Guys and get a good-ass milkshake and hamburger. Mm-hmm. Plus, I just started trying to eat better again. So oh, that's good. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just wait until the crowd dies down. Not today, <laughs> Have it be your treat meal or something. Yeah, eventually. Have a so. cheat week. <laughs> yeah. I have, I've had like a cheat year, <clears throat> yeah. so I need to get I've back on track. <laughs> Oh, Dennis, he's so crazy. I just finally uh, replaced the battery on my scale. So, it, it like, the battery died maybe, like, a year and a half ago. And I was always thinking, I was like, oh, I got to go buy a battery. I got to buy a battery. And then I finally looked in one of my knickknack drawers and I was like, oh, I have a battery. <laughs> that exact same thing happened to me, like, this week. Well, I, I finally replaced it this week because I kept thinking it needed the, like, one of those watch batteries or something. And yeah. it was just like a a double a oh really oh, okay. yeah and i was yeah, like oh. mine needed one of those little like thin uh lithium ion battery thingies mm-hmm. yeah. i don't even have a scale in my house i don't care you're fine. you're fine like i just go by how tight my clothes are like i go through phases like oh yeah. these, these jeans i bought when i was skinny aren't as skinny anymore i should probably lose some weight <laughs> Yeah, that's how that's how I knew I needed to replace that battery and get back on the scale, just so I knew where I was starting from and I had some way to measure how much I needed to lose again. Yeah. I know I bought these jeans at this weight, so I need to get back there. Yeah, that's how I just do it. But you like, know, like some sometimes I don't know. I guess it depends on what I eat, but I get bloated or something. Yeah, my clothes feel tight. Probably maybe, on your period. Yeah, maybe yeah. too much milk, bro. Yeah, I like milk though. You know, that shit will make you bloated. Mm. Mm, I don't know, Daddy. Too much salt. Too much salt. So, all right. Well, there's your episode of Dork Trek, everyone. Uh, We'll be back next week. You guys are great. 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 
Hopefully Ben will be back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I miss Ben. He's a good guy. I like him when we have the whole crew, though. So do I. It's fun. It is wonderful. So you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>